The final season of Power Book 2, Ghost, begins. And for Tariq St. Patrick, it's the moment of truth. In the wake of being betrayed, pushed out of the drug game, and almost killed, Tariq is out for revenge. Will he prove to be like his father and do whatever is to be done to protect his family and his future? Or is he his own man? Power Book 2, Ghost, the final season. Watch now only on Stars and the Stars app. State Farm Insurance knows that understanding and investing in our cultural identity is paramount in protecting our future. We know what it's like to go from nothing to something, to wish that we had better financial literacy when we were younger. Luckily, State Farm is here to help. With funding programs like Project Ready, which is committed to education achievement and has already awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to black and brown youth since 2021. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. If you're looking for the most epic place on earth, let's start at the base of a massive waterfall. Then trek through the thick jungle. Then climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop. Then once you get there, keep going. Because with intelligent 4x4 and 7 drive modes and a Nissan Pathfinder, the search is the real adventure. Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. Celebrate your magic in the middle of life's messes. Hot, happy mess. I'm Zuri Hall, and this is Hot, Happy Mess. Oh, shoot. (laughs) What's up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of Hot, Happy Mess. I am your host, Zuri Hall. I hope you are having a lovely day, a lovely week. Um, My life is crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we're coming in hot. Life is crazy. Um, I have a lot of exciting... No, that's dramatic. I don't have a lot of exciting updates, but I do have a couple of exciting updates, um, which go really well with the the new series that we're kicking off today, uh, because we're kicking off the wellness series. And there are a couple of things that are going really well in the middle of some other things that are going a little bit chaotic, but hey... Hot, happy mess, right? Uh, quick update on the house. You guys know I closed on my first home ever. Woo, woo. About three, four, four months ago now, um, I obsessively go on um, the, the real estate websites like like Redfin and stuff to um, look at the appreciation. And I'm just like, oh, yes, give it to me. I should have bought sooner. <laughs> I should have bought sooner. But um, I'm loving it. It's, it's been so exciting to renovate. And I am picking paints and floors. I'm becoming that person. Like, I get it now. I get the Pinterest obsession. I get people who like obsessively pin without ever having any intention of doing half the stuff that they're obsessively pinning. That is me. I am she. I am proud of it. Um, so what's happening right now at the house? As soon as the move-in happened, uh, new floors got put down um, in the, the lowest level. We wanted to knock that out ASAP. And the painters are coming in now. I'm doing a full interior paint job. Super excited. Getting a little inspiration from Studio McGee for the shade that I'm going to do. I'll tell you guys more about that if you're interested. Let me know. Maybe I'll do a bonus episode telling you all my business about the house. I'm really Really, oh my gosh, looking forward to sharing this thing that I'm doing with Havenly. They are completely transforming my living room and 
The designer is amazing. The aesthetic is a vibe. I can't wait for the renovations to start upstairs so that I can start moving in all of the dope furniture that she kind of helped me curate and select. The renovations upstairs, the kitchen, fully swapping out the countertops and the floors and all the things, that's going to start in about a month or so. So it's getting heavy duty around these parts. And not just heavy duty um, because of the house renovations, it's because I'm getting house renovations while raising a new puppy. <laughs> Am I a masochist? What's happening? Yep, I got a puppy. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. You can go to my Instagram account if you want to see her. Um I'm going to put her up on my Insta in the next few days to announce her beautiful life coming into this home. Her name is Lola, Lola Jolie, which is super cute. Jolie means pretty or beautiful in French, and my name is Swahili for beautiful. So I thought that was a nice little nod to that. And she's just the cutest little thing. She's a toy golden doodle. She's already pissing and shitting and doing all the things puppies do. And I'm like, girl, but... Oh my gosh, my heart is just bursting. I'm like, if this is even an inkling of what it feels like to have a human child, like even the tip of that iceberg, holy crap, I'm in trouble because whoever these future kids are are going to have me wrapped around their fingers. So um, Lola's entry into my life is really great and exciting and a perfect pivot into our wellness series because she has quite suddenly and all at once become a thing that helps with my wellness. And I'll get into that in just a little bit. But in this series, we're going to be talking about, you know, establishing boundaries, finding your authentic self, uh, dealing with anxiety, right? Uh, even panic attacks. We all deal with anxiety, different levels. Um, y'all are about to get a mini crash course on astrology and crystals and, and the fun personality uh, based tests and studies because y'all know I love the psych stuff. So the Enneagrams, is anybody into Enneagrams? Are you into the Enneagram test? I am obsessed. Highly recommend you go check it out. We're going to have an entire episode on it. Um, Myers-Briggs is another one. Just learning about ourselves in a really fun way. Compatibility with other people. Because <laughs> the way some of y'all's Enneagrams are set up. And um, just a bunch of fun stuff. Really fun topics. We're going to have a good time. It's going to feel good. It's going to pack a little bit of a punch, you know, so you can learn something new if you want to and help shift your mindset, help us shift our mindsets. Uh, but we're going to have fun this series, okay? Uh, we're going to keep it light and have some really dope, awesome guests. In today's episode... Uh, you guys have already heard uh, a lot about my wellness and mental health journey, particularly in the very first episode of Hot Happy Mess. So if you haven't heard that episode, I would recommend you, you know, check it out. Go listen to episode one. I kind of talk about the burnout that I experienced in my 20s and how I came out on the other side of that and found more peace and happiness um, and some of my wellness practices, which is really how Hot Happy Mess came into existence is because I wanted to create a space to share my tools and resources and things I've realized and just remind the other women out there, like, Life is low-key a shit show like 50% of the time and you just have to not just get on with it in the meantime, but figure out a way to thrive and be happy and, and excited about it in the middle of all the BS, right? Finding our magic in the middle of life's messes. So go check out episode one for the deep dive on, on my journey to wellness. Um, but when it comes to kind of generally speaking, um, my touchstones tend to be meditation, 
like I said, I love Meditation Studio. That's one of my favorite apps. Um, I'd fallen out of practice. I miss yoga. I'm I'm starting to get back into the rhythm. Um, I've told y'all straight up, like the last few months have been crazy, just like bonkers, good stuff, bad stuff, all the stuff. Um, So I'm just now getting back into a rhythm where I'm, you know, steady and carving out that time for self-care like I need, like I deserve, like you need, like you deserve. Um, And yoga is next on the list, y'all. I'm getting back into my grind, okay? We about to be limber (laughs) this summer. And I've also, I've talked a little bit about cooking, but I love, love, love cooking. Chef Boyarzee in the building. What's up? And for me, that's wellness. That's self-care. I love to light my candles, go in the kitchen, put on some like old school hits and oldies, a little Stevie Wonder, a little Sam Cooke, a little Marvin Gaye, um, and just cook. It's meditative for me. I go into the zone. I um, have my little glass of red wine or brie, and I enjoy creating in the kitchen. So that's another way for me to just kind of mellow out. And, And most recently, my baby girl, Lola. So cool. I'm already realizing like, Waking up at 2.30 a.m. and 5.30 a.m. to take her out to pee or try to poop just for her to not do it, just for her to come back in her crate and then do it. <laughs> I'm like, okay. But the fact that I, I, you know, my heart is just filled with so much joy even in the midst of that. Um, feeding her, taking care of her. You know, they always say if you want to feel better about your own problems, worry about someone else's or, or care about someone else's. Um, and it's true, like having someone, something to kind of wake up for and care for that's so innocent and so completely dependent on your effort and your responsibility and your love. Like it's so special. And I take the, the responsibility really seriously. And it also helps me get out of my own head and my, my own stuff. Right. Because it's like, well, there's still someone that you got to keep it together for. Um, So that's great. And I'm hoping that because she's got me getting up earlier, I can also get more stuff done because I am not a morning person. So maybe Lola will be a blessing in that sense. I'll be more productive in the early mornings. So in today's episode, um, I'm going to be doing some Ask Zuri action, okay, specifically based on wellness, some questions that y'all asked. I'm really excited to dive into that. This is going to be a short and sweet episode before we really kick things off next week. And fear not, at the end of this episode, I am announcing the winner of our most recent $100 Amazon gift card giveaway. Y'all did your thing. The reviews were lit. We love you. I love you. Thank you. Y'all warm my heart so much and I can't wait to announce. So stay tuned until the end to find out if you are the winner of this $100 Amazon gift card. If you don't win this time, there will be more. Trust me. Believe you me. And lastly, before we dive into a few wellness questions from our listeners. Um, I want to shout out a couple of people with some fan love. I got this email from Erin Mitus. She said, I came across your show listening to Oprah. Ooh, okay. And I enjoy it so much. Girl, the self-love episode came to me at the most perfect time. I've had to end a four-year engagement with my ex-fiance. It's been a few months, however, just recognizing that that's really what I need for myself right now is the best thing ever. I've listened to it a couple times and it's it's a blessing. So thanks, girl. Keep up all your amazing energy and don't forget that you're blessed. Oh, Aaron, thank you so much. I appreciate you. I'm so glad to hear that that episode 
affected you positively? Because girl, when I was going through it, going through those lessons, they were tough sometimes. But coming out on the other side, loving myself deeper and more fully, it's been the biggest blessing. And I still operate in that, you know? So I hope that you are on that journey to self-discovery. I also love that you were listening to Oprah and then came across my show. We received that. We received that synergy. Um, And I'm wishing you the best. So thanks for, for dropping a line. I'm sending you so much love. And I've got an Ask Zuri question from Alaka, Alaka Hudson. Sorry if I mispronounced your name, but she says, Miss Z, I have been following you for some time and I'm so happy to see your career growth. I see that you're super busy, i.e. work, your podcast, alpha babes, etc. How do you manage to balance in dating? I am a single black female attorney in the military in my late 30s, no kids and never been married. I would love a relationship, but can't figure out the time balance. Any advice? Thanks. First of all, I feel you. It's hard when you're juggling so much stuff. I will say, you know, it's a... It's like cliche and a, and a bit of a cop out, but I really do mean it. That saying, you know, that we make time for what's important to us. It really is true. You just have to make the time. And I know you're like, girl, I don't have any time. That's why I'm asking you this question. Like when I think about like peak single years, when I was just like out living my best life, mixing, and mingling, going on dates, um, with different guys and just getting to know different people with no expectations, no commitments. I just wanted to have fun. I was getting to know myself um, in addition to, you know, potential partners. It was such a great time, but I had to make time for it. So I took those vacation days that before I would feel bad about or would just get paid out at the end of the year because I hadn't taken them. I would say yes. For me, I found it was fun to do the year of yes. And so obviously Shonda Rhimes wrote the book year of yes. And I was like, you know, I'm going to do this. So I, anytime my, my heart wanted to say yes, or my gut wanted to say yes to something, but my head was like, nah, girl, we don't got time to do this. Nah, girl, you got work. Nah, girl, you can't take that time off and go there. I would just say, yes, how can I make this happen? I remember I got invited to Burning Man randomly, um, with a a new friend, (laughs) a friend that I just made in recent, God, weeks, months. (laughs) And they invited me to go. And I was like, no, it's impossible. I can't go. I have to work. There's no way. My boss would never let me off. This was a few years ago. And they were like, come on, come on. And they, they asked once or twice more to where I was like, okay, this opportunity is coming. And it was an opportunity to like go. It was an awesome setup. It was a vibe. It was basically all I had to do was say yes, and then everything else was going to be taken care of. And I was like, you know what? Maybe I should try to say yes to this experience. Um, so I went into my boss's office at that time, and I was like, look, I know you're going to say no, but this is the story. This is the crazy thing that happened to me. This is the awesome opportunity. Can I go to Burning Man in two weeks? <laughs> and she was like, huh, let me see what I can do. And I was like, what? (laughs) This would never happen normally. But it's crazy how the universe was just like aligning to give me more opportunities to explore and experience and engage once I set that intention that that is what I was going to do. Long story short, she gave me the time off. I flew um, to Burning Man. 
on a PJ, no less. And that is, that's a straight up bracket. I don't, I'll tell you what I'm not on. <laughs> is anybody's private jets? But we flew in private and I was like, well, what is life right now? It was so much fun when I was down there. And I almost didn't have that experience. I learned so much about myself in those three to four days. I laughed, I cried, I cried again, laughed a little bit more, um, made some really awesome friends, had some beautiful conversations. And it would never have happened if I hadn't just tried to say yes. Uh, and put in a little more effort. One of my really close friends was so good at dating when she was single. She's now happily engaged, but she was like, I took it seriously as a job. And she is, you know, a very ambitious, very hardworking woman. Um, she was a single black female at the time also. And she was like, look, I say I want a partner. I'm going to be as intentional about that as I am about my job interviews and finding new job opportunities. Like I don't let that stuff fall into my lap. I go out and specifically find what it is I want. I'm going to do it with my dates. I am a girl. I would recommend, and this is me, Zuri talking to you, Miss Hudson. I would recommend you get on the apps and it might be exhausting. And it's like, Oh my gosh, all these people, you know, um, I don't know if men, women, I don't know who you're into, but whatever you're into, whatever you're looking for, they're on the apps, potentially. All you need is one good one, presumably. <laughs> um, and for that reason, I say it's a numbers game. So Hinge is a really good one. Um, I used to like Hinge back in the day. It's based on conversation starters. So it's not just, oh, I think she's hot. Oh, I think he's hot. I'll hurt it. It's, you know, you make a profile. It's like, if you could cliff dive or skydive, which one would you do and Why? what is your weirdest phobia? Um, you can like put in videos of yourself doing goofy things. It's just fun and it's interactive. So when you go to people's profiles, you can actually get a sense of their personality instead of just like five photos of them trying to convince you that they're hot. So I would recommend Hinge. Um, some of my friends liked Bumble. That's where the ladies have to initiate. So the ball's more in our court. We have more control over the process. Um, Raya, if you're into the who's who of it all, that's an invite only, or you have to have a member recommend you. Um, but Raya is another one. Uh, Tinder is a no-go, if you ask me. That's like clearly the hookup app at this point. And then I have a former colleague who found someone on Plenty of Fish. But what I would say is just... It's not for the faint of heart. Once you're committed, commit. Like the same way you would be like, okay, I'm going to go run three times a week for 20 minutes. You need to be like, I'm going to be on these apps for 20 minutes a day, three times a week. Even if I don't feel like it, I'm going to go. I'm going to engage. I'm going to swipe because that is an opportunity to meet people. Um, and then also... Uh, Try to squeeze in a date a week, at least, you know, it might feel weird to feel like you're going out with different people all the time, but I stopped looking at it as I'm trying to find my future partner. That's just like, ugh, nobody, that's stressful. Nobody wants to feel that way. I don't want that pressure on myself. The person across the table from me certainly doesn't want it. And when I started looking at each date as just an opportunity to enjoy good conversation with someone, um, it became fun because I wasn't expecting anything else. And my girlfriend, who's now engaged, she would double book, y'all. Sometimes I think she was triple booking and I was not mad at it. She was the goat, okay? She would have a five o'clock and then she would have a tentative seven o'clock 
in case she got sick of the five o'clock, but then she was savage enough to call the seven o'clock and say, Hey, I can't make it. If she was having a good enough time with the five o'clock to keep going. But more than anything, normally she kept it going. She would enjoy the five o'clock and then get to the seven o'clock and then have another date on Friday. And even if she was a little bit tired or maybe didn't feel like going, she knew she had an end goal and that was to find a life partner. And not long after that, maybe six months into that process, six to nine months in, um, after many, many dates and a, a couple of guys she was really into, one who it didn't end well, she was a little bit heartbroken for a little bit. She found the one on those apps and she is engaged and he is amazing and they are amazing together. So I would say that you got to make the time. And then lastly, uh, go back to our love and relationship series. You can check out episode number 11 about how to date with intention, how to set intentions for what type of partner you want, um, how to cut the fat and not waste time on the, the nose. And then episode number 14, which is how to manifest your dream partner. Okay. We are visualizing and manifesting. The final season of Power Book 2 Ghost is here and no one's future is safe. After surviving a hit on her life, Monet, played brilliantly by Mary J. Blige, has to reckon with what led her to almost lose everything and to atone for the life she has forced her children to live. And on the other side of the coin, Davis, portrayed by the multi-talented Method Man, is suspended and on the verge of losing his law license. Desperate to survive, he fully embraces the criminal underbelly of his enterprise and finds himself working for both sides, loyal to whichever one benefits him most. And then, of course, there's Tariq, who finds himself at rock bottom and facing threats from every angle. With his future in the game in serious doubt and his family safety on the line, will he lean into the St. Patrick name and do whatever has to be done to get back on top? Like father, like son. Power Book 2, Ghost, the final season. Watch now, only on Stars and the Stars app. There are moments in life that are so special that you have to capture them and save them forever. They are one of those once-in-a-lifetime events, like your baby's first steps, the first time you bring your family pet home, or your daughter's first dance performance. With iPhone 15 Pro, more storage means you don't have to delete anything that can become a lasting memory one day. And it's important to be able to share these moments with family members who weren't there to see them in person. Store more, share more. Connect with iPhone 15 Pro on AT&T. Get iPhone 15 Pro on AT&T and get an iPad and Apple Watch for 99 cents per month each. AT&T, connecting changes everything. Limited time offer. Requires 0% APR 36-month agreement on each. Well-qualified customers. Other terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash iPhone for details. In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. When the NBA championship is on the line, every pass, every shot, and every dribble is immediately, undeniably consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, real blood, and real tears. Trust me, I know what it takes to bring home a championship ring. The regular season is tough, but these games are a completely different level. Now is the time when legacies are made. The best team will bring home the Larry O'Brien Trophy and add their name to basketball history. Will we see a battle between marquee franchises or will we see a new champion crowned? Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year? Their year. These are the moments of unscripted, pure entertainment that only happen on the hardwood. You've waited all season for this. It's time to take it to the next level. The NBA Finals continue. Tune in on ABC. All right, let's get into a few wellness questions before we announce the giveaway winner and wrap up this little episode. Okay. At Mocha Realty says, how do you define what good mental health is? For me personally, it just, 
I think it varies for each of us. Um, but it's the same way I would look at my body, right? How do I know if I'm physically fit? I want to be able to walk up a flight of stairs and not be out of breath. Spoiler alert. I get out of breath. I'm not the most fit right now. Um, and it's not about what you look like, right? It's about how you feel on the inside. I might look healthy, but I kind of also need to step up my cardio game. So when I think about my mental health, um, what's good for me is do I feel a general sense of peace and settled even in the midst of, even in the midst of storms, um, at my best mentally, even when things are chaotic or stressful, I can have stressful moments or sad or depressed moments without feeling consumed by my depression or consumed by my anxieties or my stress. I'm not in a living in a state of it. I am experiencing moments of, of you know, um, less than ideal mental health instead of just kind of like waking up and going to sleep, living in that. So when I'm feeling good mentally, I'm, I'm clear, I'm sharper. Usually it's because um, I'm also well-rested. I have enough time for myself, whether that's just one or two times a week, just kind of recharging my battery with whatever self-care looks like to me. Um, and that's just on a superficial level. You know, you can certainly dive deeper and we will in this series when it comes to mental health. Um, oftentimes, it's not necessarily something that we have control over without professional help. And that's when it uh, gets into, you know, clinical diagnosis and um, things like general anxiety disorder, um, bipolar, um, depression, um, things that are certainly treatable and that aren't necessarily our fault, but just things that we have to deal with, you know, sometimes the same way we deal with medical conditions, whether it's genetic or something that developed over time. Um, but there are certainly resources to get back to a good place. So I would to just sort of sum it up in a general way, define good mental health as generally, feeling positive and good about my life, feeling good and positive about the daily challenges that I'm facing and being in a place where when things become problematic or stressful, I might have triggering moments, but I'm not in a phase of darkness or despair, which I have certainly had. And, and I'll talk about that more in this series. So that's the quick answer. But like I said, we'll deep dive into it as the series progresses. Oh, this is a really great question. At Jesse Posada says, how to manage mental health and stress in the midst of grief? And Alicia Morea also says, or asks, how do you manage grief throughout your everyday life? I think that's such a great question because it's so true and we don't talk about it enough. We are going to have an episode on managing grief um, because we've all been there. I've lost loved ones, people very close to me, one in particular, and that was my first really up close and personal, extremely painful experience with grief with the, the passing away of a close loved one. Um, I've experienced the grief of relationship loss, you know, a breakup and being completely overwhelmed and consumed by that. And yet still having to get out of bed in the mornings and function. And particularly in my line of work, get on camera and smile and convince people that everything's great. Even when it's not, even when your heart is breaking a little bit inside. And it's difficult, but what I've learned, the key to it more than anything is to not run away from it and to not shut it down and bury it and just say, it is what it is. 
stiff upper lip, let's keep it moving. There are moments, like I certainly have to just do a stiff upper lip and keep it moving when I'm on set or on camera or on stage, but I allow myself to feel my grief. So I might be super happy and go lucky and having a good time on set. And then I can come home and I will bawl. I'll cry for an hour. I'll just let it all out. I am not afraid anymore um, to emote uh, particularly with myself. I'm still a little uncomfortable showing my most vulnerable emotions immediately with people around me, particularly like the, the, the people closest. Like I just, I still like, that's the thing I have to work on is getting comfortable with, um, ironically, (laughs) uh, being super vulnerable, um, about things that are difficult for me. Cause I'm always the person who's like, I got it. I'll figure it out. I'll get it done. Like I'm the fixer. Right. So what happens when the fixer needs to be fixed? Um, but sometimes it's about not trying to fix anything. It's about just sitting with it and trusting that time and self-work and forgiveness, um, for yourself, for that person, for the way things should have been or could have been and aren't, um, and letting go of ideas of what could have been, should have been, would have been, or used to be, um, that has really helped with healing. But I would more than anything, just encourage you to feel your feelings. It's okay to cry. It's okay to wallow in self-pity for a little while. Don't do it for a long time, but everybody deserves that occasional sob in the gut, drink the wine, eat the chocolate, take the tub of Ben and Jerry's, um, whatever makes you feel good. If you're not, you know, I would I would not encourage anyone to sort of self-medicate in an extreme way um, with substances, you know, because that is a slippery slope. But if there's something that you can indulge in that you actually enjoy um, and that maybe sometimes or usually you, you try to behave with, um, like treat yourself, do those small indulgences, and then also don't run from the feelings. Just sit with them. That's the truth of it. It sucks, but you just have to be okay with feeling it. Therapy, highly recommend. If it's grief that is feeling a little bit more than temporary, that's prolonged or going on for more than a few weeks, I highly recommend you reach out to someone to talk to. You can find a local therapist. You can go online. There's so many online resources for therapy. You can even do, you know, video conferencing these days with therapy. I've done that before. BetterHelp is one of the websites that you can go to book a a virtual therapy session. There are quite a few, so I would recommend Googling or, you know, online searching and, and reaching out to someone to talk about that grief. And then also share it, share it with someone who you trust and say, Hey, I don't need anything from you except to listen. I'm not looking for answers, but I just need to talk with someone about how I'm feeling. And sometimes you'd be surprised to realize who's gone through something very similar and them just holding space for you can be enough to remind you that you're not alone in the midst of that grief. So those are just a few a few of my my touchstones but again we'll deep dive into that more as this series kicks off Jesse Posadas says, finding a balance for both mental health and wellness, mom guilt. How can I be an amazing mother but still have a well-balanced mental health and wellness? I am not going to answer that because this is a shameless tease because we have an entire episode on being a mother and balancing wellness and how to pour into yourself while also pouring into your babies and your family. Uh, So that's coming soon. So stay tuned. Okay. Hi, happy. Yes. 
now the moment that y'all have been waiting on. I am going to be announcing not one, but two winners of our latest giveaways. First up is our Elvest giveaway. Elvest is an investment platform and financial literacy program, primarily for women, with a goal to help close the gender money gaps. And the winner of the giveaway is going to get a one-year executive membership plan to Elvest and a bundled gift set from their merch collection, the cute little barrette set, and a tote that says, damn, it feels good to be a go-getter. Okay, drum roll, please. I don't know what happened at the end there. The giveaway winner is at Lishi B. Fit. In her entry, Lishi said, my favorite episode has got to be the Fixing Bad Credit episode with the budget Nista and Corbin. Not only did I learn so much about how to handle debt and go about paying off things like student loans and the ins and outs about debt, Tiffany is literally one of my favorite black inspirational women, heart eye emoji, but I got to hear a story about paying off debt from someone who's normal slash real, which I thought was amazing. Hearing Corbin's story led me to her podcast and Instagram only to find out we knew each other from way back in the day in the same hometown. It's crazy and wild that Hot Happy Mess made that connection for me and just adds another reason why I absolutely love this podcast and continue to be a huge fan. Oh, Lishi, I love, love, love that. That is exactly why I created Hot Happy Mess to not only bring in experts, but to spotlight real women because we are the VIPs of our own lives. So congratulations, girl. Come get this Elvest executive membership so you can boss up, enjoy your bundle gift set with your barrettes and your tote because you are clearly a go-getter if you're listening to Hot Happy Mess. And shout out to Corbin. Her story was amazing. The way she eliminated that debt, awesome. And I'm so glad you guys were able to connect. And next, we have the winner of our $100 Amazon gift card giveaway. And that submission came from Lisey123. Lisey123, your Instagram is the Lisey Show. <laughs> and she says, uplifting, high energy, and informative. Zuri's Hot Happy Mess podcast is the refreshing, uplifting, funny, and energetic podcast you need in your life. It feels like you are getting essential advice and good detailed information on your career, love, finances, etc. from a knowledgeable friend. She is so authentic and relatable. She doesn't hold back and isn't afraid to share her challenges, struggles as well, which I appreciate. She also features really intellectual and intriguing guests. Her interview style is fantastic and she never lets anything go on answered. I'm so happy she created this podcast. I'm ecstatic to tune in each week with a couple of smiley faces. Alisi, thank you so much. I'm sorry if I'm butchering your name, um, but I appreciate your review and congratulations. <laughs> Go indulge. Go get you a, a little something, something on Amazon. My treat, girl. $100 coming your way. Uh, thank you all so much. I read every review. I so appreciate your support. And I found out right now, apparently, allegedly, the word on the street is, there's no way to leave a review on Spotify. Boo. So if you want to give us some love, you got to head over to Apple Podcasts to leave a review. So just go ahead, drop a little line, a little five-star rating, if you will, and maybe a couple of sentences about what you like about the podcast. Uh, tell a friend, share the episode, blast hot, happy mess, all of the places and tag us on social so that we can repost you. I love, love, love this hot, happy mess community that we're building together and we want to keep growing to infinity and beyond. Okay. So stay tuned for more episodes in our wellness series coming up. We've got anxiety, mindfulness, meditation for the lazy girl, <clears throat> me, astrology one-on-one, setting boundaries, finding faith, and so much more. I'm excited. 
follow me at Zuri Hall, Z-U-R-I-H-A-L-L, and at Hot Happy Mess on Instagram. And I will see y'all next Monday. Bye. 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 This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX is clipped. Now streaming only on Hulu. In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. Every pass, shot, and dribble is immediately consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, blood, and tears, real legacies. Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? You already know when and where to find these moments of unscripted, pure entertainment. The NBA Finals continue. Tune in on ABC. There are moments in life that are so special that you have to capture them and save them forever. They are one of those once-in-a-lifetime events, like your baby's first steps, the first time you bring your family pet home, or your daughter's first dance performance. With iPhone 15 Pro, more storage means you don't have to delete anything that can become a lasting memory one day. And it's important to be able to share these moments with family members who weren't there to see them in person. Store more, share more. Connect with iPhone 15 Pro on AT&T. Get iPhone 15 Pro on AT&T and get an iPad and Apple Watch for 99 cents per month each. AT&T, connecting changes everything. Limited time offer requires 0% APR, 36-month agreement on each. Well-qualified customers, other terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash iPhone for details.